Well, an innings that eventually, you think this ran a bit out of gas. It was the kind of game that promised to be a thriller. It started with some serious hitting by Josh Butler. But the Titans have bounced back after their defeat against the Sunrisers to beat the Rajasthan Royals and displace them at the top of the IPL points table. That's where Hardik Pandya's side goes and he has had uh, more than enough say in, uh, in making sure they reach their with bat, with ball in the field. Eventually, it's the day for the Gujarat Titans. This is Maruti Suzuki presents ESPN Rick and for Teach Ready Timeout, powered by uh, IQ95G. I've got Sanjay Manjrekar and Ben Cutting with me. Lots that happened in that, Sanjay. I think we've got to go to the start of that chase where we thought the chase is on with Josh Butler. What a player that yeah. guy is. I mean, the kind of shots that he plays, uh, incredible. And it seems like the more you try to avoid getting hit and bowl those balls away from him and, you know, you think you're trying some kind of variation, but it's almost like he's expecting it. He's got uh, a shot for every ball in the book, except the one that Lockie mm. bowled for a guy who bowls at 150 on occasions to bowl a, a Yorker at a speed of 120, which actually Josh Butler missed by that much. So he completely lost uh, sight of that particular delivery. So magic ball to get uh, Gujarat Titans back in the game. Otherwise, who mm. knows what could have happened. I mean, it's almost fair to say, even though it happened at the end of the power play, Ben, that that was effectively a turning point with the kind of mood Josh Butler was in. Fair to say, that was pretty much oh. it. That if, if Josh Butler bats five, six overs more, might have been a different result. 100%. If he, if he has a day out like he did against Mumbai a couple of uh, a couple of weeks ago, that's game over for them. But, you know, it was a special kind of innings and it took a really special delivery. You know, to have that control as well as slow or Yorker and get that perfectly to someone who's hitting the ball as clean as he has, uh, you know, like Lockie Bolt, it was pretty pretty amazing. Now, I've seen Josh Butler do that many times, but I like that the bowler in you has immediately gone into the action of that slow ball. It's not a slow ball we see often from bowlers, is it, Ben? It's not one of those that comes out like a quick off-spinner. Take me through, just break down that slow ball from Lockie Ferguson and the way he releases it. Well, a lot of bowlers generally go the off-cutter as the slow ball. Lockie, because he is so high on his action, he's almost, you know, past the perpendicular. It's actually easier for him to come down the leg side of the ball and, and almost leg cut the ball and slide it out. Um, you know, and that's sort of why it drifted in uh, on Joss and he, he just couldn't pick it up. What's the deception, though, for the batter when that happens? Joss Butler, you could think, should have the answer to any ball. What's the deception that's caused a set Butler to miss that? I suppose when you've got someone that's bowling upwards of 145 kilometres an hour, you know he's got a bouncer, you know he's got a good hard length. The last thing that you expect after hitting him for six or four is that slower ball Yorker perfectly in the hole. Mm, Sanjay, as a batter, that has to have surprised Josh Butler even when he's looking that good. Yes, I mean, if it was a normal Yorker, he would have handled it. You know, he could have maybe played a little scoop shot towards third man for another four or six. But it was an incredible delivery and uh, he didn't bowl it before that. So this was like a surprise first one. And as I said, somebody who cranks it up to 150 to get that down to 120. And excellent from Ben to tell us why, because of his you know bowling action, he goes past the perpendicular. That bowling, the leg cutter, slow delivery is easier for him. But you need uh, special deliveries to get special batters out. Mm. Did you get the impression though that Josh Butler was almost in a bit of a hurry today? to finish this chase. Could there have been some sort of balance to that innings? Uh, yes, we were talking about it. You raised that point as well. And I was thinking that, you know, maybe he's looking for a 60 or a 70 in 20, 30 balls and make it easier for the rest. But, you know, because the others got out, there was no contribution from Samson. There was no contribution from Rassi and uh, Shimron as well. Looked good, but no big contribution. Such innings work if there is going to be some 
you know, uh, some contribution from down the order. In hindsight, now you would think, you know, with Butler's ability and the way he was going, had he said, you know, let me just pull down one gear, go a gear down, uh, maybe uh, we could have seen perhaps some more of a fight for that score. Yeah, I tell you what, I would have probably gone on with this conversation had Butler got out trying to slog one, you know, but he got such a good one that we'll just leave it there. It's not like he tried to whack that uh, slower ball from Lockie Ferguson, just too good on his night. Uh, but let's talk about Lockie Ferguson. Coming at the back, uh, Ben, of what was an off day against the Sunrisers. Good enough bowler to not have two off days on the trot. That was, that was a decisive spell. It was, yeah. It was very impressive. You know, we have off nights like he did the other night, but the way he bounced back, you know, three for 23 from his four, um, you know, crucial wickets of Butler, uh, and then finished the game off nicely at the end there. That's, that was, the, you know, one of the big differences for their team. Mm, right. Now, I'm sure in Rajasthan Royals game we'll have enough to talk about. Somehow, the conversation is always around our Ashwin. Right, Ben Cutting? Make sense of that. Ashwin at number three. Yeah, look, I was as surprised as you guys probably were in the studio. I, uh, I'm not sure what the idea was behind it. You know, I, if they're looking for quick runs, I'm sure that there are other guys in the team that can do just as good, if not a better job. And they're, you know, specialist batsmen as well. Sanjay? Especially when Sanjay Samson is the next guy in. You didn't like him at number four, but then when you had the option, you dropped Jaiswal and you had the option of sending Samson at number three. And with Butler going the way he did, I can understand something out of the box or a pinch hitter, the old term for a guy who comes in and starts smacking around when there are two steady players. Butler is going, you know, he's going for hell for leather and then you send in Ashwin. So it was a bizarre move. Um, was he not a pinch hitter? A player whose wicket was not of great value. I, so. I thought he was sent as a pinch hitter, yeah. go out there and start striking the ball. But there was no need for it. Because you do that when the score is 215, 220. And you're slightly doubtful about your ability to score that quickly. So you need somebody out there to, mm. you know, set the cat amongst the pigeons to start with. But with Butler, the way he had started, there was absolutely no need. You also send a message to the opposition, you're slightly insecure about the score that we have to try something dramatically different. Plus the fact that a wicket that falls at that stage, there's a psychological thing to that as well, right? You celebrate another wicket falling and every time you look at the uh, scorecard, you feel, wow, 20 for 2 or 30 for 2, even if Butler is going well. I thought it was a... Uh, uh, I don't want to use the word. Uh, it was a ridiculous move. Actually. Okay, well, you have used it. All right, thank no, you. No, there was another one, what much ah, worse than right, this, sure. but I said... <laughs> ridiculous is your soft word, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Because fair I, enough. I just get uh, upset when planning <laughs> is of this kind. I can understand mistakes in the moment, but Ashwin at number three. Last game, Ashwin comes in before Parag. What's happening? Okay, interesting. Like you said, we've discussed both sides of it. Uh, I'd still like to explore whether, you know, we can, we can try and speculate what the reasoning was. And the score was 28. So they're already off to a flyer bin in two overs. What we saw was Ashwin take Rashid Khan down. Now, I don't think we see Rashid Khan in the power play a lot, but I know it is a matchup against Joss Butler, if that is at all the reason that he came in to either take on Rashid Khan or protect Butler. I can't even, I don't know, I'm trying to just think. Is any of that making sense? Could you, are you as critical of the move as Sanjay is? Oh, I am, yeah. I, I, <laughs> longer I think about it, I've had 20 overs to think about it and I still can't make sense of it. You know, why you'd send him up, in, particularly in that position when you're chasing so many runs. Joss is obviously on a heater. Get another batsman in there. Get Rassi Venedusen in there who can, who can anchor the innings at the other end. Doesn't need to score as quickly as Butler is going to and you can really bat around. But 
look, they've got their reasons. They do funky things like this time and time again, the Rajasthan Royals. They've been doing it for years. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I'm not sure why they went there with that tonight, but uh, I don't mm. think it'll happen again. Rajasthan Royals. Can I make another observation about why I find sure. this a very strange franchise when it comes to planning? Again, my favorite topic, Riyan Parag. Two full IPL seasons, last two, and he averaged about 11, and uh, his strike rate was about 110 or 111. But they went for him in this auction and bought him at a much higher price of 3.8 crores. So there's something that they see in him, which we haven't seen for the last three years. He's young, and I hope you know, eventually we get to see why they keep uh, you know, going for Riyan Parag with the kind of returns that he's given. It's not one season. It's two seasons, average of 11 and a strike rate of 111 full seasons. And they paid him even more money to get him in the team. And starting from the first game, he's in the playing 11 again. They dropped him towards the end last season. Mm. So Ravin Ashwin coming at number three is part of that whole, I think, <laughs> mindset of uh, Rajasthan <laughs> Royals. I mean, if anything, Riyan Parag is better in the top three for Assam. They don't seem to be giving him that sort of role. They've clearly reserved this role for him. You don't blame he him, though, for today. 35 playing for Assam, which generally plays the easier, you know, the played group. He averages 35 mm. in the 15, 20 matches that he's played. So I'm trying to actually find out okay. reason. When he plays, a, I mean, today he played a shot against Lockie. And you could see, wow, you know, that. But this kind of backing and support. Right. Hard uh, to understand. Interesting, interesting. Uh, let's let's focus on perhaps the big moments before Riyan Parag because it seemed to have mm. tilted the game towards the Gujarat Titans and no bigger moment perhaps than the wicket of Sanju Samson. Ben Karing, I think you feel it enough times at mid-off. How good was that from Hardik Pandey? No, very special. I hope that wasn't the uh, the delivery that, that tweaked his groin. We we may not see him in an, in another game next week. Um, but that was that was an impressive display of fielding, the way he moved to the ball, particularly after scoring, you know, all of his runs early on. There's fatigue in the legs. He's still got overs to bowl, but yeah. Okay, just just try and break, just get that link back. I think we broke uh, the oh, internet connection, the way the stumps were broken from Hardik Pandya. Yeah, you were saying something, Sanjay? Yeah, I said yeah. maybe he's finished yeah. his answer. But no, but I that, love that the... is incredible, but in one motion to literally pick it up and throw it. I mean. It had, it had everyone just amazed. Uh, you know, you see those kind of pickups and direct hits, but the power in the throw, you know, was the thing to watch. Broke the stumps, mind you, and giving the batter absolutely no chance to get in. You know, slightly slower throw, maybe Samson would have had a chance. And a big wicket. Samson, another dangerous player. Yash Dayal, wicket of Devdat Padikal, hmm. wicket of Rasi van der Dusen. Like what you saw? Great delivery to Padikal. Short and rising, good length and, you know, not a great shot. And then Rassi bowls a full-length delivery. What I've seen with uh, Yashtel, forget about, you know, how many runs were scored against him. That he can get the ball up there at a, at a pace and got, he's got the bounce. And he's also quick in the air when he bowls full. So this is a guy you need to sort of keep backing because he's got quite a, some exciting fundamentals to build on. There's clearly a slot then that Gujarat 11 Ben. They've tried Varun Aaron who got injured. There's Darshan Nalkandit. Now you've seen the left armour. He went for a few. I guess anyone could go for a few with the kind of form Josh Butler was in. But what did you make of the actual skills that he had? The wicket of Parikal, the wicket of, of Rasi van der Dusen midway through the innings? No, it was really nice to watch. That's the first I've seen him from my perspective. Um, obviously, he copped a bit of stick early on against Joss. But the way he bounced back, he, he went at 10s. But most of that was in his first over or two against Joss. 
the way he pulled it back after that and took wickets and stemmed the, the further flow of runs, I thought it was impressive. Mm, right. Uh, if we just run through that team for the Rajasthan Royals first, we'll first knock that off and come to Gujarat. Ben, uh, you said at the start of our show, it's not a bad time of the season. They're sitting up top. They were going into this game at the top of the table. And therefore, it's okay. Maybe try Jimmy Nisham for Trent Bold. Just see how things are going. What do you think is missing in this piece? You know, if Trent Bold comes in, does he straight come back for Jimmy Nisham? Are you willing to give Rassi Van der Dusen a longer run? We're already seeing they're doing funky things with Arashwin. So, is there something still missing in terms of getting the ideal balance right for Rajasthan? There, it's something is definitely still missing. You know, they've played some very good cricket the first couple of games. That's why they are where they are on the table. But I still think they've got more to offer. They've got more to give. Particularly when you've got Trent Bolt, who, you know, hopefully isn't out for very long. He can come back. Uh, you know, we, we saw what uh, Nisham can do with the bat, uh, you know, the last couple of overs. He hit some clean balls. Teed one up in the air eventually, but that happens at the death. But, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if they go with him uh, or, or Van der Dusen if, if Trent comes back. Hmm. They also have Obed McCoy. They have Daryl Mitchell, who of course, is excellent for New Zealand in the World Cup. Are they? Would you be inclined to go that way? Uh, certainly, something they need to do about their bowling because the batters there's still enough there. Who can you know? Butler had he got going particular a few runs. Samson, Hetmeyer, they can get 190 as well on this kind of a pitch. So batting not so much of an issue. We saw the advantage Gujarat Titans had. When they had runs on the board, once they got 190, all of them, Ben as well, you know, we called Gujarat mm. Titans at the winners, based on the fact that they've got three high-quality bowlers. So even if two, three bowlers have an off night, it's impossible to get 10 runs and over of Rashid Khan's four. Or Lockie had one bad night, but he's not going to have another one. Mohamed Shami is looking really good. Yeah. So when there's quality, you know, you tend to win, win these kind of matches. Speaking of Mohamed Shami... Got one wicket and was an important one because Shimron Etma is in the form of his life. Sanjay Manjrekar is keen to make a point on the kind of ball that seems to be getting wickets <laughs> at this stage of the IPL too. Sanjay? I, I, I'd like Ben to react to this, so I'll be very brief. The slot ball. You know, every time it's showed on TV as to how you can't bowl in the slot because it disappears for six. And they pick out the balls that get hit for six. But there are a lot of balls that have got wickets when you bowled it in the slot. Shimron Hetmeyer being the latest example. So I think it's got a pretty bad reputation. Unnecessarily, there's also wickets if you bowl there in the slot. Yeah, and your theory is an extension of the fact that we saw Hetmeyer hit a six of a shot of length ball. That was a brilliant shot. And we saw Josh Butler play some of those too. But you believe now batters are so keen to hit those or better equipped to hit those that the slot ball is a surprise I've ball? I've seen batters being surprised when a ball is in the slot after a slot ball had, has been hit for six. So when you make variations... Variation, the idea is to surprise the batter with the variation. But the batters are so good, man. This game is evolving so quickly that they expect that variation and thereby the surprise value is gone. The advantage with the slot ball is you get a bold, you get a leg before, you get a played on. Mm. But anything that's short and, you know, variation I can understand if it's going to surprise the batter. But people like Butler and all, they're just expecting that variation. Mm. Ben, you would like to add to that point? Interesting Sanjay's take on the slot ball, which turns which can go for runs, but also has a greater chance of getting wickets. Do you agree? No, I think it's a great point, and I 100% agree. The important thing that we've sort of spoken about as bowlers, particularly over the, the recent years, is that length is not a massive key. It's more the line that is important. Um, so you can still smack your slot length, you know, top of the pad length, uh, box height length. You're still going to take wickets. Yes, you're going to go for runs at some point in time as well but it's the line that you hit that length at that is the most important. 
so just on that, what is the line then that you're saying? If you want to try and maximize your chances like a butler or a for a butler or a Hetmeyer, what would be the line? I, I think if you can go across from Hetmeyer, because he always wants to drag to the leg side, as soon as you come close to him and within the stumps, um, you know, more often than not, he's going to get you. You might tee one up in the air every now and then, but if you can create that angle going across him, across his arc, because he wants to drag across the line, um, Butler's a tough one. I wouldn't put too many on the slot length. Mm. I'd try and keep the ball away from him and take the pace off. Mm. You think especially for a faster bowler, and perhaps is the slot ball a better ball when it's not bowled at the death? They're probably expecting it at the death? Yeah, without a doubt, yeah. And I think, you know, particularly we're going to see games at some point in time during this IPL when Jew plays a huge part and the fast bowlers can't grip the ball. You're almost better going hard length into the wicket because if you try and get that Yorker up there with a wet ball and you miss the half volley or the low full toss is going to be far easier to hit than that hard length slot ball. Mm. Happy with that? Brilliant. Mm. All right. Now, before we wrap things up, let's also just acknowledge the supporting actors, shall we, of today, because we didn't have as much time on the mid-inning show. But David Miller and Abhinav Manohar giving their cameos a little more importance because Hardik Pandya needed those at crucial times in the innings to ensure they get closer to 200. 31 of 14, and this uh, you know afternoon we were talking about Matthew Wade going down, yeah. David Miller going up. Matthew Wade still is an issue, you know, but I'm really happy for David Miller because when he plays those kind of innings, you realize why owners still are interested in David Miller uh, in IPS because when he smacks it, it looks really good, and that's the kind of innings that uh, Gujarat Titans would want, you know, from David Miller. Uh, so really happy for him, but. Manohar earlier, when he when Chehel was keeping Hardik Pandya quiet, Manohar took care of Chehel. Yeah. So these are the little partnerships that uh, work beautifully. Yeah, you think this is the kind of game that gives you more satisfaction as a franchise, Ben? You lost Shubman Gill early, you lost the toss too, you had to be put in a difficult situation and you've done it the hard way? That's right. We spoke about it at the halftime break. It was, it was a gritty innings, a very gritty 20 overs from Hardik and all the batters that supported around him. You know, Manahar, Miller, like we mentioned. Um, yeah, it sort of shows that they can win from any position they start the game in, which is very important, you know, in such a big tournament like this and still so many games to go. Mm, all right. So, good on the Gujarat Titans. Good on Ben Cutting and Sanjay Manjrekar who uh, were picking them to win even after they lost the toss today. Uh, and that will take them to the top of the IPL points table. As a result of this uh, win, they've picked up uh, eight points. First team to get to eight points in this year's IPL. So it's an excellent start for a brand new franchise. And they'd be hoping that Hardik Pandya's little injury towards the end is not as serious as uh, some of us might fear. The Rajasthan Royals still stay in the top four. Gujarat Titans at the top calls for a nice session of Garba, I think. My, my. For them to celebrate. Very well. I'll leave that one there. But I can't leave you without the Maruti Suzuki driving school poll of the day. Let's go into that. Uh, who will score a 50 in tonight's match between Rajasthan and Gujarat? 11% of you went for Hardik Pandya. You've got that absolutely right. And 50% of you went for Josh Butler. You've got that absolutely right too. So we've got two winners. So well done to uh, all the 61% that went for Hardik Pandya and Josh Butler cumulatively. That's pretty much a wrap. Big thank you to Ben Cutting and to Sanjay Manjrekar. More from them as the IPL continues to roll on. Good one tomorrow. Hyderabad against Kolkata, two of Ben's former franchises. So he'll be with us. So too will Wazim Jafar. So join us just past seven uh, after the toss on Maruti Suzuki presents ESPN Rick and 420 timeout powered by IQ9 5G. Good night.